Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Saturday the 19th of August, I'm Kira Revens, and this was the week that saw things go bad for Irish banks or tea break up with Ryan Tuberty, Donald Trump indicted again, and tributes to the Chacho King. Grab a cob or something hot, put up your feet, and get up to speed on the seven biggest stories of the week. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. It's news, but not the news. It was a terrible week to be an Irish bank. There's been criticism about how slow the banks have been to pass on interest rate increases to savers, but quick to increase mortgage rates. That's all been brought into focus as the government is planning to extend the bank levy, which has been in place since the global banking crisis into 2024. Finance Minister Michael McGrath said that the terms and conditions of the levy will be looked at before Budget Day in October. In light of the level of profitability that the Irish banks are enjoying at this point in time, I do believe it is appropriate that the levy would be extended Uh, into 2024, and I would be recommending that to government. But people before Profit TD Paul Murphy thinks that the government isn't doing enough. It's all very well for Simon Harris or Leo Varadkar or the government in general to criticise the banks, but they are not hapless bystanders here. They have powers. Plans are being made to invite representatives from the major Irish banks to appear in front of the Joint Oireachtas Committee on Finance, Public Expenditure and Reform. Minister for Further Education Simon Harris made his feelings quite clear on the impact the bank's tactics were having on ordinary people. It's, it's utterly offensive for Irish banks to be complete and utter laggards when it comes to passing on the benefits to those who have money on deposit uh, in relation to interest rates. I mean the interest rate increases are causing real painful situations for mortgage holders right across this country. And as the pressure built to Oireachtas Finance Committee Deputy John McGuinness said that it's time to think about penalising the banks through the banking levy if they don't start to play ball. The central bank seems to be standing to one side and the ECB uh, is not giving uh, any leadership in this. We saw in Italy where the 40% tax and the manner in which it was introduced uh, was very poor. But Italy, Spain and others are looking at ways and means of forcing the banks to respond. That all paled into insignificance though as Bank of Ireland and its ATMs took centre stage on Tuesday. It all kicked off as social media filled up with images of queues at Bank of Ireland ATMs, most of whom were able to withdraw up to €1,000 whether or not they 
actually had the money. It was caused by a massive IT glitch in Bank of Ireland systems that saw their online banking website and app collapse. And Irish Independent Technology Editor Adrian Weckler says he's not surprised it happened and it might well happen again. In many cases, the actual IT systems themselves are very old and they're made, it's a hodgepodge of different systems built up over uh, decades. So when an update is attempted, software update, firmware update, feature update, often what happens is some chink falls down and knocks the whole thing over. I'm afraid I, I expect to see things like this happen again. Bank of Ireland says the glitch has now been fixed and apologised to customers. But the big question remains, do the ATM bandits get to keep the money? Dr Owen O'Dell, Associate Professor of Law at Trinity College Dublin, told Claire Byrne and RTE Radio 1 that even if the Bank of Ireland left a pile of cash on the counter, there's no such thing as free money. Although there are certainly people all over Ireland hoping there might be. If you take money out of my bank account, if you take money uh, out of my back pocket, in both cases as theft, uh, if I walk into the bank and take money out of the bank machine uh, with the card, or I walk into the bank and take the money off the counter that was left there overnight, in both cases as theft. So that's exactly what it is. Another Grant Thornton report dropped on Wednesday. This one looked in detail at the complicated payments to Ryan Tuberty. The good news for him is that it found he had no involvement in what happened to be adjustments to his published earnings and that he did, as he said, waive the €120,000 loyalty payment. He issued a statement expressing relief and hoped that he may yet return to RTE Radio. RTE board chairperson Shoni Rahalik spoke to RTE's own News at One and she was pretty damning about the failings highlighted by this latest report. It does point to basically a lack of communication between the executive and the board, which points to the culture at the time. And RT weren't out of the woods yet either, with the Public Accounts Committee calling for further hearings. And Neil Smith TD, the chair of the Joint Orontas Media Committee, said she's keen to hear from the full RTE board who presided over this mess in the first place. I think the next step for us as a committee might be to hear from the actual board. I, I appreciate Maya Doherty um, isn't the chair of the, of the, at the moment, but I, I understand that the uh, deputy chair, Ian Kyo, uh, is still on the board of RT, and a mm. lot of the board members themselves so- would have been there throughout all of this, and it might be an opportunity on foot of this report to hear from them. Things went off the rails though on Thursday evening as Orty announced that trust had broken down during negotiations with Ryan Tuberty and that he would not be returning to the station at this time. It comes after the latest Grant Thornton report and Ryan's subsequent statement about the 2020 and 2021 figures which appears to have caused an issue and Director General Kevin Backhurst appeared live on the Orty 9 o'clock news to explain why he reached the conclusion of the negotiations. I spent a great deal of time over the last few weeks in negotiations with Ryan. I felt we were in a good place. We had a a core agreement for Ryan to come back and then the statement was issued which you know once again questioned the newly stated salaries which are correct. Not everyone was surprised to see things come off the rails. Terry Prone of the Communications Clinic thinks Ryan has said too much publicly and it's just too difficult to see him back on the air while investigations continue. It's like having a loose tooth. When you have been wounded as Ryan perceives himself as having been wounded he is always going to want to fiddle with the wound if he's interviewing a celeb who's been through bad times to do a throwaway remark like well I have suffered myself in similar situations
Donald Trump has been hogging the spotlight all week once again in the US. But this week began with more news on Hunter Biden, the Republican Party's obsession. US Attorney David Wise was appointed by Donald Trump and has spent five years investigating Hunter and finally agreed a plea deal on unpaid taxes and a gun charge, but the deal fell apart in court. Last Friday saw Wise granted full special counsel status by US Attorney General Merrick Garland. And you think that maybe that might make the Republicans eager to keep Donald Trump happy. But that wasn't the case. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz, who previously requested special counsel protections for Wise, now says it's an awful appointment. Well, this appointment is camouflage and it's cover-up. I think it's disgraceful. Listen, David Weiss was the U.S. attorney handpicked to lead this investigation who spent the last five years covering it up. Monday evening saw the long-awaited Georgia indictment for former President Trump. He and 18 others, including Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows and former White House lawyer John Eastman, have been charged on counts of racketeering and conspiracy to overthrow the election. Racketeering is punishable by 20 years in prison. Georgia's Fulton County DA, Fanny Willis, says that she wants a trial date within the next six months. As is the normal process in Georgia law, the grand jury issued arrest warrants for those who are charged. I am giving the defendants the opportunity to voluntarily surrender no later than noon on Friday, the 25th day of August 2023. So the frontrunner for the Republican nomination, Donald Trump, is now a quadruple indictee. He has to turn himself in, along with 18 co-conspirators, by next Friday. But he's promising a dramatic and comprehensive presentation on Monday at his Bedminster Golf Club, which will prove election fraud in Georgia, a claim that has once again been rubbished by Republican Governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. In a moment that every news producer dreams of, former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton was live on MSNBC as the racketeering indictment dropped. But she managed to keep a straight face and not shout, I told you so at the top of her voice. I don't feel any satisfaction. I feel great, profound sadness that uh, we have a former president who has been indicted for so many charges that went right to the heart of whether or not our democracy would survive. Republicans have supported Trump through all of the charges so far, and even his greatest critic, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, isn't impressed by Fannie. She's been investigating this thing for two, two and a half years. Jack Smith comes in within the last year. He swoops in, he charges quickly, and she said, whoa, wait a second. I've been looking at this. I'm sure what this indicates is there's not cooperation right. between her office and the special counsel's office. The death toll from the wildfires on the Hawaiian island of Maui continued to rise all week with more than 110 bodies already recovered. There are still many more unaccounted for and Maui Police Chief John Palatier says the fire's intensity has made it difficult to identify remains. The remains we're finding is through a fire that melted metal. We have to do rapid DNA to identify them. The fires practically leveled the tourist town of Lahina on the west of the island, destroying more than 1,000 residential homes and many local businesses. Hawaiian Governor Josh Green says the monetary loss from the fires is huge. The losses approach $6 billion in estimate. The extraordinary thing is to have this leadership from D.C., they can begin to look at how we can rebuild, but also how we can get resources to our people who have lost almost everything. The island of Maui has a number of famous residents, including Mick Fleetwood of Fleetwood Mac, who owned a bar and restaurant that was destroyed. He's already flown aid in for his workers and their families. Oprah Winfrey also lives on Maui part-time and has been helping efforts on the ground. In a week or two, all the cameras will be gone and the rest of the world is going to move on with their lives. And we're all still going to be here 
trying to figure out what is the best way to rebuild. Those who saw the head of the emergency management agency in Maui, Herman Mandea, resign. He's been under pressure because of the decision not to sound the alert sirens as the fire spread. He said he was worried that people would flee towards the mountains and straight into the path of the fire. There was also a grim warning from Hawaii Governor Josh Green that the wildfire might not be an isolated incident. It was a fire hurricane. And I want to warn the entire planet about this. We have to all do right now, right now, what we can to stop global warming and reverse it. Still to come on the Stand Up 7 Island edition, Leo opens up and we pay tribute to the king of talk shows. Right after this. Welcome back. On Tuesday, Thetuk Leavaraker opened up about his sexuality, his relationship with his partner and how he sees Ireland has changed since he came out. Speaking on the Cura Feelin podcast, Thetuk revealed that he and his partner Matt no longer post so many pictures of themselves on social media. He put this down to what he believes is a rise in casual homophobia. I feel there's been a move backwards in the last year or two. Like I remember the day of the marriage equality referendum, yeah. you know, a huge yes vote. And I remember that day in, in Dublin Castle in the square thinking that things could only ever get better. And I definitely do think in the last year or two there's been a kind of a snapback and an incre- homophobia has become a little bit more acceptable, acceptable again. In the 30-minute podcast, he also spoke about when he came out to family and friends and how he believes in marriage and how times have changed for young LGBTQI plus people. He also revealed that he and his partner thrived during COVID, mainly due to him being at home more often and them spending more time together. We're eight years together now, believe it or not. So our second date, which we kind of treat as our anniversary, was the Mayo, Mayo Dublin semi-final okay. um, back in 20. 20- 15, I think it was, when I was Minister of Health. So it'll be eight years now in a few weeks' time. And uh, three years now living together. So a very good relationship. We've had every possible take on Meghan and Harry, you would think, but you'd be wrong. Monday saw an unexpected Meghan ally speak up, none other than Ice Cube. He was asked about a tabloid newspaper's headline, Harry's girl is almost straight out of Compton, famously used about Meghan back in 2016. She and Harry felt it was racist and described the debate that followed as a horrible experience. Ice was happy to defend his former neighbour. Some great people that come out of Compton. You know, some of them are better than the people that come out of Beverly Hills. But I think, you know, when you're in the house you can make more changes to the house than when you're outside of the house. The UK lost another showbiz legend on Thursday with the death of interviewer extraordinaire Sir Michael Parkinson. He was quite simply the king of TV from 1971 to 2007, with over 2,000 celebrities facing him for a gentle but firm inquisition. There were tributes from big names and former guests, including Michael Caine, Elton John and Angela Rippon. He was 88 years of age and passed away after a short illness in the company of his family. This is one of the most dramatic moments when George Michael gave him his first interview after his LA arrest back in 1998. Rest in peace, Michael. I can remember being eight or nine years old and my mum would allow me to stay up only to watch the Parkinson's show. She thought it would be a bit of quality watching. She probably wouldn't have been quite as thrilled if I had to take my willy out to get on here. You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.